It's the Zoa from The Rock. Oh. Yeah. I the like lemon it. lime, zero sugar. Yeah. Lots of uh, natural caffeine. Yeah. yeah what is right. that? What is versus unnatural? I think it's like beet. Bees, a lot of bees, a lot of bees, <laughs> a lot of bees. Six, two, twelve. Oh, oh I think, I think yeah. maybe this is going to be a lot of honey. Oh, oh yeah, oh honey, yeah, honey, honey, honey. Hi, this is Lori Rottmeyer, and I'm a big ass runner from Lead Hill, Arkansas. Welcome to the Big Ass Runner Podcast, where we entertain and encourage trail runners from all over the world. Now, here's your hosts, Jeff Harrell and Stephen Pritt. Well, thank you, Lori. Lori, that was a fantastic intro. Thanks so much for doing that and love the great state of Arkansas. In fact, we are looking for a race in Arkansas, hopefully this spring. So thanks so much for doing the intro. And I think you're one of the ones that found our podcast pretty recently and binge listened. And so my apologies for having to listen to me and Stephen talk on and on about all things trail runner and trail running. Well, my name is Jeff Harrell. Welcome to the Big Ass Runner. Stephen Pritt will be joining me here in a second on segment number one. This is episode, believe it or not, 68. And I think we've got a great episode planned for you. I mentioned this a little bit in the last episode, tease it a little bit, but we've got one of, I think, everyone's favorite segments because we do a service to the Big Ass Runner Herd out there where we give, and Stephen more specifically, although I do chime in a little bit on this one as well, Stephen's new ass stuff. We talk about new gear or trail running related items that we found that we love and that we share with all of you. And then later, the golden voice of Tim Baser, Timmy Time, is back. He's going to be singing some movie songs. In fact, Steven's going to have two chances to get these right. He's got to name either the movie or the artist. Make sure you get your pens and pencils out. If you're running, you know, maybe a mental pen or pencil and see how many you can get on this uh, week's episode of Timmy Time. But before we get to that, I wanted to share something. You know, we are training for a 100K. We're very excited about that. And I've got a running coach, Coach Greg. He is awesome, and he has put together a great training plan for me. I've been following it as well as I possibly can, but I made a major training mistake that I want to share with everybody because I feel like it's a cautionary tale. I want everyone to avoid this mistake. You know, I've been doing some road running. We've got a marathon coming up in December, and I don't do a lot of road running, but I wanted to do a marathon because the last one I did was in 2001, so it will have been 20 years, and my goal is to shave an hour off my time. Not hard because the time that I set back in 2001 was, I think, 5 hours, 14 minutes, so I think I can do it. I'm in a lot better shape than I was back then. But I had to buy some new road shoes. Now, I'm a Hoka fan. I love Hokas, but after doing some research and doing a lot of review watching on YouTube and talking to the folks down at the local running store, I settled on the Saucony Endorphin Pros, which I love, which are just awesome looking shoes, but more importantly, I think fit me really well. And if they got that carbon plate, I'm thinking anything that can help this Clydesdale go faster, I'm all for. So I got those and then, you know, usually you want to break them in, but Timmy Time and I went out to a local lake here in the Dallas area and we ran 
20 miles. Uh, we actually meant to run 18, but we got lost. So we ended up doing 20. And the shoes felt great. I put them on. I'd run in them once before. They felt awesome. And then subsequently, I did a couple of other runs in them. So they're great. Well, the other day, my wife and I are going to go on a walk and I'm going to do my weight vest. And so I just throw on the new shoes and don't even think about anything else. Just don't, we're just, we're going for a power walk. You know, I got the weighted vest on. Well, I should have listened. You know, we talked to Marcy Baser about movies last episode and her favorite movie of all time is Forrest Gump. Well, I should have listened to Lieutenant Dan. There is one item of GI gear that can be the difference between a live grunt and a dead grunt. Socks. Cushion sole, OD green. Try and keep your feet dry. When we're out humping, I want you boys to remember to change your socks whenever we stop. Me calling the leader grunts feet right off his legs. I put on the socks. I actually didn't change my socks. I just had whatever socks I had on for that day. I'm like, hey, we're just going for a walk. Put on my shoes. I didn't realize the socks I was wearing were not running socks. These were just regular old, I think they were Stance brand, but just the regular socks, thicker than I was used to. And about three miles into this power hike with a weighted vest, I'm starting to feel a little bit of something on the back of my ankle. I'm like, I've worn these shoes for 20 mile run. How in the world can I be feeling blisters starting to appear? And sure enough, as I keep going, I'm like, going, I'm going to power through it. Maybe not. Actually laced them up a little tighter. I shifted the socks around and kept going and I could feel it more and more. Here they come. Here come the blisters. And by this time, I'm a couple of miles from my house. My wife had turned around. She didn't want to walk quite as far. And so she had gone back home. So I'm out in the middle of our neighborhood, about a couple miles away from our house, and I can feel the blisters coming on. So I had to make a decision. You know, normally if you're in a race, blisters are just part of it. You just deal with it. But usually that's at mile, I don't know, 20, 25, 30. This was mile three. And I had to make a decision because I had a long run in a couple of days. Like, I don't want to make this worse than it already is. So I actually had to call my wife, have her pick me up, did the walk of shame into her car to drive me back home. But my point is, you know, one of the things we don't think probably enough about when we're thinking about gear, and we're going to talk about Steven's new ass stuff here in a second, is socks. And not only socks, but also you're using an anti-chafing on your feet as well. And so I did not do that. I had two huge blisters. I paid the price. So learn from Clydesdale over here. Grab yourself some great socks. Even if you're going on a power hike, make sure you got the right gear. Find a great anti-chafing cream that you like. I like the Exoskin toe socks, or I know a lot of people wear the Njinji's and We've also talked about features here in the show, but make sure you're wearing some good socks if you're going on a run or even if you're going on a power hike because you don't want blisters. Learn from me. Big training mistake. Actually, they've healed up since then. I've been able to run in those same shoes with good socks. No problemo, but lesson learned. Make sure you've got great socks. With that, we're going to talk about gear in a second. With that, let's get going on episode number 68 of The Big Ass Runner. Steve, one of our more 
popular segments, and I think it's because it's such a amazing service to the big-ass runner herd out there. It really is. I mean, <laughs> people always comment about how amazing the podcast is. No, no, just kidding. But, um, you know, this is one of those things that we do for our community. We spend our money so that way you spend your money. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Or not, because maybe we don't like something. That's true. Yeah. And we'll be honest. In fact, one of them today we'll be talking about. Yeah, exactly. Well, this is called Stephen's New Ass Stuff. Stephen is a gearhead. Love it. Can't Loves gear. Constantly looking at gear, saving it. I actually have folders on my browser. Does not surprise me. And Jeff, this is the sign of a gearhead. I actually have this program I use for like my to-do list for my home. I have one of them says, I'm not kidding, it's probably embarrassing. It says to purchase <laughs> and I keep stuff in there with links and stuff of things that, that I've researched or like and stuff. So I'm not saying I'm quite an expert or a pro, but I think you are. Maybe, maybe I just, I maybe have a problem. I don't know, but I do enjoy looking at gear and researching it. So. You are reaching professional status, in my opinion. Wow. Thank you. I feel so honored. You should. You should. Well, this is Stephen's new ass stuff. And what we do is we share with you just things that Stephen's come across. And occasionally, yeah. I get to play along. That's right. We've, and today I am playing along. We have a great mixture this time for everybody. Yes, I am a gearhead too, but compared to Stephen, it doesn't feel like I am. <laughs> but I do love gear. Yeah. And I mean, stuff. you've shared some things. I remember one time you turned me on to stance socks. That's right. I had years no, ago. Yeah. I had no idea what a stance sock was. And you're like, I was like, Hey, those are cool socks. You're like, yeah, yeah they're like stance, duh. Heck and yeah, like, they are. I'm like, oh, because you were really doing CrossFit at that time. And I'm like, oh, yeah, God, those are pretty cool socks. Yep, so. yep. They were big in the CrossFit back in the day. Right. Well, I think, Stephen, we've got six items. We do, yep. And what we try to do is have them in different categories, different price ranges. But honestly, it's just things that we come across that we really, really like mm-hmm. and we want to share with the Big S Runner Herd in case – they have a need. They're trying to solve a problem. And they're, you know, because we get a lot of questions proactively. It's like, hey, yeah. what's your favorite poles or what kind of hydration do you guys use or whatever? And so we like to share these things proactively. Right. Again, as a service. It's total service. Yeah. So we spend our hard earned money to, to big give, bucks. Yeah. To give you, you know, and maybe this is like a pre Christmas list. Like maybe some of you guys, your little eager beavers out there that like to get all the Christmas shopping done months in advance. That is not me. But if that's you, maybe this will give you some ideas. Now's the time. You know, it's, it's, we're in November. Yeah. Christmas is around the corner. And I'll say one thing, Jeff, too. I think what we try to do, too, is look at gear for both male or female. And a lot of this stuff, it's gender neutral, so you'll be able to use it either way. We are guys. We're not going to give advice on sports bras, <laughs> believe it or not. That's shocking. Uh, yeah, I know. I mean, we could probably get Marcy or Christian or somebody on here to kind of talk about that. So we, we try to, to kind of have stuff at different price points and then things that apply to both genders. What's number one on the list, Steve? We have six things. Okay, so Jeff, I'm going to start off with one that I actually had on my list, and then I tried it, and I did not like it. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, and so I got rid of it. I actually gave it away, and but and I was it, like, it came back to you? No, it did not come back. But <laughs> I was like, I still had this problem, and I still wanted to get it fixed, but I didn't know how. And so this company actually came up with a new version. And they so, learned from and their they old learned, first version. Right. And so now that the old version is gone, I'm happy to actually endorse this one because I did not like the old version. Okay. So, Jeff, here was the problem. 
a lot of times you and I run on the weekends or we're out with friends and running, or I've mentioned before in the podcast, I do Orange Theory several times you know, early in the mornings and, and during the week. And sometimes when you're in a hurry, you're all sweaty. Sometimes you're muddy and you just don't want to get in your car. And yet a lot of times you don't have time to go do full wardrobe changes, nor would you probably want to. So for me, I don't want to sit in the car and especially like after Orange Theory, I'm just soaked all the way through. I get in a car, I'm getting all my sweat over the place. And then an hour or two later, I'm getting in the car driving to work and it smells like sweat or the car is still wet. So you can put towels on and that kind of stuff. So I actually tried this product a while ago. It's a company called Orange Mud, and they don't make orange mud, but that's the name of the company. I don't know why they call it that. And they actually have what's called a transition to seat wrap. Ooh, transition to seat wrap. Yeah, so what it is, it's this big towel and it has a couple different functional parts. So one part of it, you can actually has a zipper. And so you actually zip part of it up and then you can put it over your headrest in your car, your SUV, or your Jeep. So that way it doesn't slide around and it covers the whole entire seat. Um, now before I didn't like that cause it's stuck up in kind of a funny different way. And then the material is more like a terry cloth towel and it was just not soft. That's, that's the old version. Yeah. The old version. So the, all these things now it doesn't stick up that way. It has a really cool zipper and the material Jeff is this microfiber soft Ooh, baby microfiber. butt angel hair. Like it's super comfortable, super absorbent. And there's this other part of it where if you want, you can actually wrap it around you and change without everybody seeing oh. seeing all your shorts and underwear and that kind of stuff. Seeing your drawers. Your drawers, your, your junk and your trunk. So you don't actually have to use that part of it. But there was this latch system and it was horrible and, and blah. So actually, that's why I gave it away and, or threw it away. I can't remember which one. But now they actually have the transition and seat wrap version two, and it is much better. You can find it on Amazon for like 39 bucks. And contrary to their name, it's Orange Mud. It doesn't come in orange. You can get it in baby. It doesn't come in. No. doesn't come in orange. No. Come on. Yeah, you can get it in baby blue, pink, lime, all these other different colors. But I've been trying this out for the last couple of months, and I love the new version. You can, again, you can keep it in your car. Maybe you've got kids who play sports, and you want to put one in the front seat so they don't get their soccer gear all over the place. I love it. It does a whole bunch of things. I think if you have cloth seats, this is an absolute must. Yeah, exactly. And I, I absolute do. Absolute must. I've got this. I've got a Subaru and it's got this cloth seat slash something else mixture, but it's not leather to your point. So it's just easier just to do it this way. Even if you have leather, it's awesome because, you know, leather gets all sweaty and stuff. But man, when if you got the the cloth seat, you got to have one of these. Yeah. So I think for that price point and for the functionality, I use it. This is kind of a routine. I use it during the week. And then on Sunday, I wash it and put it back in the car and it's ready to go for next week. And it's holding up quite well. And I know you said this, but what's the price point and how do you find it? Yep. It's on Amazon. It's called Transition and Seat Wrap. Now, don't forget version two. It version says two. V2, V2, maybe. V2. It's by um, Orange Mud. I'm sure they have a website. And it's about 30, 39 bucks on Amazon. Awesome. Yep. Okay. Good deal. Yeah. Okay. So Jeff, this is going to be, you have some you want to bring to the table. What is, what is your first item? I do. I do want to mention though, I don't think we said this before. We are not sponsored or partners with any of these except the very last. We'll tell you if we are. Right. We're going to talk about some path project stuff here in a second. Yeah. And we do have a partnership with them, but the other ones, absolutely not. These are just things we love. Yeah. 
And we love Path, by the way. Yeah, yeah. We it's were, the only reason we have partnership we, with them. We were users of Path before they became a sponsor, but yes. Indeed. Well, one of the benefits I've had of having a running coach like Greg is that I get to learn from him. Yeah. And part of my training plan, and you guys heard when you, we had Coach Greg on a few weeks ago, is power hiking with a vest. Not fast walking, power hiking, because it sounds a lot cooler. It does. And so I've been looking for a weighted vest for quite a while. It's hard to find one that you really like because either they go total military, and I, I just don't – I was never in the military. I, <laughs> right. I admire the military, support it, but I was like, I, I would be a poser. I would just feel – it wouldn't feel right. Right. So I, I just never could pull the trigger. Well, Greg told me about this brand. It's called Hyperwear. And they make weighted vests, uh-huh. and I got one about yeah. a month and a half ago, and it is awesome. Now, I will say they're not cheap. None of them are. Right. If you find a cheap one, don't buy it because it's going to fall apart because they're so heavy and things like that. But I got a Hyperwear Elite. It's called the Elite. Wow. And what I like about You are Elite. It, well, I feel like it when I'm wearing it. <laughs> What I like about it, you know, most weight vests, you see them and they're loosely fitted and they're kind of hopping up and down. And so you, you're like, if you wreck in them, that might work. But if you run it all in them, it probably won't. Right. This fits like a vest. It almost looks like a puffy vest. You it know does. the puffy vest? Yeah. Uh-huh. It zips tight. You can pull it tight around you. You can really adjust it to make sure it fits just right. And I absolutely love this thing. I can't, when I'm wearing it, obviously you can tell you have something on because it's heavy. Right. But it doesn't chafe, it doesn't rub, it doesn't bounce up and down. Now, again, it's not super inexpensive. I think I paid a little over $200. Uh-huh. But my thing is, that's going to last me forever. Right. right? That, that'll be my weight vest for as long as I use a weight vest. So right. it's a bit of an investment, but I think totally worth it. It's called the Hyperwear Weighted Vest. I got the Elite version, and it was about, like I said, about a little over $200. And you can find them at hyperwear.com. Yeah, I know. I'll just say this. I don't have one, but when you showed it to me, it does not look like a typically weighted vest, you know, which it looks more sleek and stuff. And then the actual weights, I did notice when looking at it, the way that they're sewn in and you can take them out and stuff, it seemed to be like the weight was more evenly distributed. You know, like some of them have like larger plates, but these are actually really on the smaller size, but it, it gives you that flexibility. So I was quite impressed with it. I don't have a weighted vest, but if if I were to get one, yep. that seems like that would be one to try. Highly recommend it. Love it. Yeah. What's number two on your list, Stephen? Okay. So, Jeff, this is one that is a little bit of a different. It's not really gear, but it's kind of something. So, it's actually a cookbook, believe it or not. Ooh, a cookbook. Yeah. So, there's a cookbook. I actually have all the versions of it. But it's by uh, Shalane Flanagan, and she actually is a, a famous marathon runner. I think she won Boston a couple of years ago. She runs for Bowerman, one of the Nike running groups out there in Portland. Just an amazing female athlete, just a great marathoner. And she actually has one of her best friends. Her name is Elise, and she's a dietitian. And so they've had this series of books around fitness and really just kind of cookbooks. But she released this new one called Rise and Run, and it's basically recipes and rituals for running to fuel your day. And what I like about this one, it has in the front end of it, it has like programs, advice on running and that kind of stuff, some of her training plans. 
but on this cookbook in particular, it's not like a whole bunch of stuff like lasagna and things like that. There's some categories. So like smoothies, she has this thing that I make called superhero muffins. They're really, really good. I usually make these on Sunday and then freeze them and then pop them one out and have them during the week and stuff. But they're just good, clean food that you can eat that gives you a lot of energy. So She has all these really cool recipes. So they have like a smoothie, like if you suffer with like a little bit of inflammation, like here's a smoothie that will help with that in a natural way. And they're super easy recipes. So this one's more specifically geared towards running and recipes about running. They even have this, Jeff, get it. They have this new recipe. It's this trail breakfast cookie. And it's like, she's like, if you're going to go on a long run, you can eat one of these and put one in your bag basically. And a lot of like natural complex carbohydrates that'll kind of get you through that. So I love these cookbooks. I have all three of them. And then this is a new one called Rise and Run. It's by Shalane Flanagan. It's on Amazon. Not super expensive as well. So this might be a good Christmas gift for somebody that you know is running. And what's really cool about this one too, Jeff, is she talks about trail running. So she's classically a road marathoner, but she talks about if you're hitting the trails, this might be a different muffin you want to try or smoothie. So called Rise and Run Recipes for Rituals, Runs, and to Fuel Your Day. It's a cookbook, but again, you're not going to find lunch meals and that kind of stuff into it. It's about $18 on Amazon, and I use the recipes Really, really good stuff. And one last thing I'll say about it that I really like, it's it's got a lot of science behind it. So you're not going to need to you know, have a PhD to understand it. But with that dietitian side of it, it's not meant for dieting. It's just healthy eating and stuff, the stuff you can find around your house. So highly recommend it. They awesome. have some great recipes. I would recommend going out and getting it. We don't talk a lot of, about nutrition on this show. And I think we'll probably talk more and more about it. Yeah. I think it's such an important part of the whole, you know, training regimen. So I'm glad you brought that up because I, I need to focus. That's one of the, I, if I looked at my training right now, my biggest weakness is nutrition. Yeah. So I'm going to get this. Yeah. It's a great book. And like I said, it's helped me to kind of get your point. Like she talks about it because part of the title's rituals, but even me just committing to like 30 minutes to make these muffins, it sounds kind of silly, but I have a coffee. I have this muffin while I'm going into work. It's got nuts and things in there. It doesn't have a lot of sugar in it at all. No coconut though, please. No coconut. It it does. Oh, does she hide it well? Yeah, she does. Uh, Yeah. But it's got like zucchini and carrots in there. You'd never know it. And it literally fuels my morning. I might have that in a fried egg. I'm good to go. So it helps me create that ritual for better running and those kind of things. So awesome. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. So we're back over to you, Jeff. What's next on your list? Well, again, I'm going to go back to Coach Greg. When we had Coach Greg on a couple of weeks ago, he mentioned, I asked him, I said, you know, I'm a gearhead. Yeah. I'm not as big a gearhead as Steven, but I'm a gearhead. And I said, Coach Greg, what is your favorite piece of gear? He said, without hesitation, the naked belt. I'm like, what is the naked belt? What? It's like the emperor in his new clothes? It is. Well, it's actually called The Band. So there's a company called Naked Sports Innovations. Uh Uh-huh. Here's the thing. I don't mind the hydration vest. I don't mind the handheld. I can go back and forth a little bit, but I don't love either one. Mm-hmm. And so when he mentioned the belt, I thought, oh, that's interesting. So Timmy and Tim and I both bought one because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it gave me an excuse to, right. to try it. I exactly. wanted to try it because I'd seen Greg wearing his out at Irwin Park. Uh-huh. So I got it. And Timmy, Tim and I did a 20-mile run the other day. Yeah out at White Rock Lake, which was awesome. We used it for the first time, and I absolutely loved it. 
What'd you absolutely love? What did it. you put in there? I'm just kind of curious. So I put a, a soft flask uh-huh. of water uh-huh. on each side. Okay. And that's what we used for 12 miles because we, we ran back to the truck after 12 and kind of ate some things. And, right. But I could put anything in that thing. I could put food, soft flask, I could salt pills, whatever I would need. Right. There's plenty of room for But what I loved about it is it doesn't bounce. And I'm honestly, I'm going to tell you, I did not feel like I had anything on me. Wow. I guess because it's situated on your hips, right. probably the stronger part of your body. It's like with the vest, I always felt like it was pulling me down or back or you just, it was, I'd get, I'd get cramps right? because of the vest and then the handheld, you're just holding something the whole time. Oh, I can't do that. Yeah. I love this. Wow. I absolutely loved it. I will not go back. The naked innovations, naked sports innovations. It's called the band. Again, it's not super cheap. Right. It's $49 and make sure you watch the video because it is very much specific to your waist size. Okay. And so they, they have a video in there that shows you how to measure. I actually measured bigger than I would have thought. If I just guessed and bought it, I would have bought too small. Okay. So definitely watch the video, but man, I absolutely love this thing. It's going to be what I use. And what I like about it is I can use it for short runs because I can't tell it's there. Right. And maybe put one flask in. Right. And maybe a couple of gels or something. And longer runs, I'll put two flasks in. I'll be able to use this for whatever length of run. The 100K that we're going to do, I'll use that as well. Oh, wow. I love it. Okay. It's interesting you said it because I've actually tried two belts by a company not named Ultimate Direction. <laughs> and I've either taken them back or or have not liked them. One was a Velcro system. So you actually wore it like a belt. You cinched it and brought it back. And what happened is it would creep up like near my muffin top yep. and start to rub. Yeah, no, this doesn't do and that. And the other one... I thought I I did the same thing where I measured and that kind of stuff. And I felt like I had a bladder girdle on or something (laughs) like that. I, it was so uncomfortable and I ordered the right size. I even took it back and tried a different one. I tried two different ones. I'm like, this thing doesn't even work. So I I literally just put it in the goodwill pile kind of thing. So I'm really curious about this because I like the idea of it to your point. I cannot carry stuff. I barely carry water. You know, no, you don't. <laughs> so this this seems like really interesting. I love it. Okay, absolutely love it. One more question: Is it naked or naked? N a k e d, naked. Oh, naked. All right, naked. All right, just curious. All right, cool. Uh, naked. I don't know. It's yeah. one of the two. Yeah, and it's like tomato, tomato. I mean, a lot of people say it different ways. I was just kind of curious. naked. N a k e d sports innovation.com not sponsored wish we were if you want to sponsor the show (laughs) come on give us a call we love your product all right that's awesome jeff i'm going to be a close follower i'll probably be trying that one out pretty soon well do you have a third one steven i do so this one is not this is more like a pro tip jeff oh i love pro tips so about the gear and that kind of stuff and you know me because because we used to work together in addition to gear i like organization yes which i need more (laughs) of so i appreciate that about you steven yeah i have like a a certain way i have things in the back of my car it's not quite ocd but i do like things things in proper places and stuff. Well, part of what I like to do is keep things organized, but part of it's also keeping things clean. So what I've been trying to do recently is sometimes with trail run, I alternate between a couple of pairs of shoes. And sometimes when I road run, I, I alternate a couple of pairs of shoes. But sometimes I was like, well, which one do I want to bring? Because sometimes you and I'll run and we'll kind of hit more of a gravel road first and then we'll go out on the trail. So I want to switch back and forth. And so switch between the shoes and that kind of thing. 
But I didn't like just leaving them around or the pairs get messed up or you know, there's, they're always bouncing around in your car. You're like, where's that one? And then the other thing is we like to run in the dirt and mud as much as possible. Then it's like, no matter where you put them, it's going to, they're going to roll around and get your, your car dirty or something like that. So what I did is I went out and measured the average size shoe. And then I looked on Amazon. This is, this is how weird I am. And I found these, and this is not a novel idea, but these little stuff sacks, you know, you, have you ever had that? Yeah, like stuff sacks. Yeah. Stuff sacks like you do for camping or whatever. Yeah. But I found some that actually have like the little, um, the dust flap as they call it over there. And they have the drawstring with the little plastic thing that keeps the things in place. Yep. And so there's a four pack of these and you can get them in different color so i got different color ones and for each sets of my two running shoes and my two trail shoes i have stuff sacks so i actually just put those in the car they don't roll around because they're in a bag and if they're dirty then the bag gets dirty not the whole entire car and i can just pull out and this is even further a little bit but the colors on the shoes kind of match the colors of course they do on the bag so i was like oh yeah that's green i know these are going to be my wild horses or if I, oh it's the darker red that's going to be my speed goats you know kind of thing so this may not be for everybody but it's a good solution it works for me these stuff sacks are by a company called og bunny durable drawstring water resistant dust flap set of four packs slap your mama's back you got it $16.99 on amazon for four uh, of them for four of them that's not bad yeah so you're like, and, they, and they're not disposable right they're good yeah you use them for a long time and guess what when i got some shoes the other day really really muddy i put them in there guess what i did with the sack throw it in the wash there you washed it yeah and then there you go so do you put the shoes in the bag and then the bag into your little trunk organizer? Not anymore. Yeah. Oh, now, you leave them out. Yeah, not leave them because they don't they don't run around and boom, 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 okay. boom around. So they're they're the right. So there. what's in your trunk organizer? A whole bunch of other stuff. <laughs> That's for another gear. That's for a whole another Stephen's new ass stuff. You know what I have to say though, I appreciate your organization, Stephen, because because we run together. I'm like, oh man, I forgot my sunscreen. Oh, here's some. Oh man, I forgot my bug spray. Oh, here's some. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I forgot my, you know, anti shape Here's some. I mean, it's like, you have it all right there. Okay. So this is a true story. So Richard, our friend that we run with a lot, we've run a couple races. We've mentioned him the other day, you and I and Richard were running and we were going to go to this place that we like that has these smoothies. It's this like sugar-free banana chocolate espresso smoothie. And so like, Hey, let's go to one of those before we all head off to our day. And Richard said something to the fact of, he was like, Hey, he's like, man, I just wish I had something to so I didn't smell. Oh boy. And I was like, I actually got a little thing of spray. <laughs> so he's like, are you kidding me? I was like, no, I'm serious. Like, cause sometimes, you know, it's like, you're going to go in, but you don't, you smell like dirt. You, you're prepared. Dirt and horse stuff. So you've, if, if you need anything trail related, you've got it there. You gotta be ready. You probably have extra batteries for your headlamp. I do check. <laughs> here's the funny it's thing it's amazing i wasn't even a boy scout either i know yeah all right so you would have put the boy scouts to shame that's, that's probably why i didn't join all right so jeff we got one more for our listeners what do we have left yeah one last one we mentioned we'll tell you if we have sponsorships or partnerships with anybody that we talk about we do with path projects because we use their products and then we just loved them and we got to know the guys over there and a couple of weeks ago, we had Scott on talking about this new pant. It's called the, the Killam PX. 
running pant and I ordered some, you ordered some, we got them in and they, I just got to say, I've used them. I'm actually wearing them right now. <laughs> you are. <laughs> yep. I, because I work from home now, I wear them every day. <laughs> and what I love about them is you remember sweatpants, you know, uh-huh. you get, oh, they're kind of, they make that noise. Yeah. Like that whole windbreaker. 90s. Yeah. yeah huh? And they're, and they're sweaty. That's why they're called sweatpants, I right. guess. Yeah. They, they just, they hold in moisture. Yeah. These are not like that. These are kind of in between a sweatpant and, you know, a, a jogger. Mm-hmm. The material is hard to describe, but it's light. It's airy, but it protects you from the wind. I've actually worn them running yet. I will probably in the next couple of months because it's starting to get colder. Right. But they're so comfortable, Stephen. And the zip, what I love about the zip at the bottom is when you pull them on and off, you're not having to pull them around. Because I wear size 13. Right. Pulling them around your foot, stretching them out. You yeah. Don't worry about any of that. They're not, again, relative to high quality pants, they're not that expensive. They're $82. They will last you forever. If you haven't ordered some yet, I would say go to pathprojects.com right now and get some. Yeah. I will say this about Path is like, to me, I I don't know if this is their moniker, but they're like fabric experts. Yeah. (laughs) Like they're very meticulous about their fabrics. And if you've worn their shorts, this is... I know you were kind of joking earlier in the podcast. This is like a longer version of that, you know, and it's like you said, it's breathable. It's soft. It's not weird fabric. It's really well done. And what I like too, Jeff, is they have the same pockets that you know and love about past. So you can put your phone in the back and those kind of things. So zip your pocket. I I love the zip pocket. I'm always worried about wallet's going to flop out. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I highly recommend them. They're good, really good things. But I will say this in the price point. If you go in and look at a similar type of pant and let's say you go to Patagonia or something like that. I mean, I've, I've worn a lot of Patagonia. Lululemon. Lululemon. Those are easily double almost the, the cost of this. And so you and I've had this conversation, especially as we get a little older. It's like, I'd rather buy nicer stuff that's going to last us longer right. than, again, nothing against Target. I got Target stuff, but like, I might cycle through that because I, I have Target stuff where it's like, okay, it lasts me about a year, but either it gets worn or, you know, the dye runs out or the, it rubs. The fabric frays. Yeah, the fabric frays and stuff. And it gets, yep. oh, like, like for me, like when stuff gets bally, oh, I can't yeah. stand that. <laughs> so like for me, like when we when we buy something from Path, it's it's like, I just know it's not going to do that. So that's for me personally, that's one benefit that I really like about it. Yep, totally agree. Well, I will put all of these six items in the show notes. So if you're interested in any of these, we'll, you can find them there. This has been helpful, Steve. Yeah, look at that. We had nutrition. We had organization. We had attire. We had weights. Uh, we had everything. You know, this is the kind of thing. This is why we get those five-star reviews, Jeff. We had naked. Uh, I know. We, we, had, had, we had it all. We had naked without even being naked. Just show them a little skin, right? Yeah, look at that. Well, Stephen, thanks again for all the great research you do as a service to the Big Ass Runner Herd. That is Stephen's New Ass Stuff. Well, one of the things we love to do is to give shout outs and kudos to the Big Ass Runners out there just making it happen. And this week we have a special one because we're not giving a shout out and kudos to just one person, but to many people. You know, this past week was Veterans Day here in the States, and we have a lot of veterans that listen to this show that are now out there making it happen on the trail. So I just want to say a special shout out to all the veterans out there listening to the show. We know that our freedoms are not free. So thank you for your service. 
Thank you for your sacrifice. We appreciate you. Way to go. Hey, Stephen. Hey, Jeff. You know what time it is? Um, it is podcast time. It's also timid time. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Tim Bazer. I'm back. <laughs> Post howdy. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Tim Tim is trying out a new a new energy drink. I'm looking here and and uh, well, tell, tell it apparently us, works. Tell, <laughs> I don't Ooh. think I think it works a lot. Yeah. Which which one do you have today, Tim? It's the Zoa from the Rock. Oh, yeah, I the like lemon it. lime zero sugar. Yeah, lots of uh, natural caffeine. Yeah, yeah. What is yeah. that? What is versus unnatural? I think it's like bee- bees. A lot of bees. A lot of bees. <laughs> a lot of bees. Six, two, twelve. Oh, oh I think it's going to be a lot of honey. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, honey. Yeah. Honey, honey, honey. Sugar. Well, we're excited to have you back, Timmy. Time. Thank you. And if you're new to the show, you should go back and listen to all the Timmy Time episodes because the reason we have Tim on, you know, music is a big part of trail running. We prefer it before and after, not mm-hmm. necessarily during. Sometimes during, if you're by yourself. Yeah, just yeah. singing along. It's okay. Yeah. But we usually like it on the way home from a big road trip. So Tim and I would come back from road trips and we'd be singing all kinds of different songs. Who knows what? We were singing it. And then Stephen started going on trips with us, and there was a giant question mark over his head. Wasn't sure what was going on. I never knew what those that little box was in the car <laughs> with the two dials on the side. Like, what is? Is that like a ham radio? What Red, is that? Yeah, I didn't know. I, I wasn't sure what that was for. I thought it was for emergencies only. <laughs> well, now you know. So we're helping Stephen along. He's our musical compassion child, and we have Timmy Time come in and sing his little heart Ooh. out. His golden vocals. Yes. You're in for a treat. And Steven tries to guess the artist, and we're just trying to help, you know. So this week, though, Steven, we wanted to do something a little different. You know, last time we did this, we did scary songs. Right. Mm -hmm. We had very limited success with the scary songs. I mean, (laughs) the songs were successful. Right. The guessing, not so much. That was hard. and It was very hard. I know people said they they got some of them right and stuff. I'm not quite calling them liars, but no, it's kidding. (laughs) In a sideways kind of way, yeah. (laughs) In a very passive-aggressive way. Good job, I guess. We've noticed that Steven doesn't know a lot about music, but he seems to know a lot about movies, and apparently that's because he would sneak over to the neighbors and watch cable. That's right. (laughs) That's that's how I got to to know a little bit more about movies versus music. Apparently, the neighbors did not have a radio. Well, <laughs> yes, I. Well, it's funny now that you say that. I do remember one of our neighbors. They listened to MTV because it was on cable. So I was like, oh. So I do remember seeing some videos, and I remember they had a Duran Duran poster. The in, reflex. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I just I didn't know what what the what that was. I was like, why do why do guys have so much hairspray? I don't understand. <laughs> it was a bit of a quandary. So today, what we thought we would do, we combine the two. So I have selected five songs that appear in major movies. So you're saying I have a chance. So you have a double chance, Stephen. So you can either get the artist correct or the movie correct or both. Wow. Do I get like bonus points to make up for last time? Yeah, we'll give you bonus points and everything. Okay. Artist. So not even song. I can't do song because usually it's in the lyrics. Okay. Usually. Yeah. All right. I got it. I can do this. 
Well, I'm gonna set I'm gonna set the movie up a little bit. So this first one, it's an older film. Okay, Stephen, I'm gonna be honest with you. It came out in the late '60s oh, before you were even born. Goodness. And more recently, in 2003, the film was selected for the United States National Film Registry by the Library of Congress as being culturally, historically, or aesthetically significant. The American Film Institute ranked this movie as the 73rd greatest, you're going to get a hint here, Stephen, American Western. And one of the characters was named the 20th greatest hero of AFI's 100 years, 100 heroes, and 100 villains as well. Is this, this is Westworld? This is big time. Westworld, yeah. This is big time. <laughs> I'm getting more clues as I fish around. Yes, you are. You're fishing. He's fishing. All right, you ready? Yeah, Tatanka. You ready, Timmy Time? All right, let's yes. do it. Let's do this. Song number one. <clears throat> And just like the guy whose feet are too big for his bed, nothing seems to fit. Those raindrops are falling on my head. They keep falling on my head. So I just did some talking to the sun. And I said I don't like the way he got things done. (laughs) Sleeping on the job. Those raindrops are falling on my head. They keep falling. Oh, Timmy time. Wow. That's so classic. Up that <laughs> no, you didn't. That was perfect. Amazing. Amazing job. Okay. So this is really, really random. I think I know either one or two of the, the, the artists who sing that song. Oh, okay. I'm going to say in either case, it's a singular male who sings them. Yeah. It's either going to be Barry Manilow or Neil Diamond. Neither, Neither one? Are you serious? Neither. I don't even think they were alive then. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> raindrops on my head from the 60s? Yeah, yeah from the 60s, yeah. Oh, it, that's a Western song? Yeah. yeah, actually the artist that sang this recently passed away in the last couple of years. R.I.P. Really? Yeah. Karen Carpenter. No, that's... Oh, that was a, such a good guess. Oh my gosh. I mean, who is that? I don't even know. It's Karen Carpenter. That's who it is. Well, I know, but I don't I have from the Carpenters. Oh, oh. She's Do you really know the good. movie? Do you know the movie it's from? Blazing Saddles. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew it. Oh, no, no, no. It is The Dirty Dozen. No. No, that's not even Western, is it? Okay, let's get a hint. One of the actors was in a movie with Tom Cruise about pool. It's true. Like was. billiards. Oh. One of them. Oh. Is that Rain Man? <laughs> <laughs> Tapioca pudding? <laughs> Is this show always on at four o'clock? After See Jeopardy? what we get on uh, car rides. This is what we deal <laughs> with. Is, yeah, you get a little peek into <laughs> yep, the curtain. Here. Okay, no, no, no. He's about pool. So billiards. Oh, oh dang it! I was gonna say. Uh, <laughs> he makes salad dressing too. Oh, I know who he is. Paul Newman. Yeah, okay. yeah. And he was in a famous movie when he was younger. Butch Cassidy and Sundance King. Hey, you don't get any right. points, though. No <laughs> points. No points. Were they eating popcorn when they jumped off the cliff? What, didn't, isn't there like a famous scene where they... Right towards the end, yeah, yeah where they jump in. Yeah. You got enough dynamite, Butch? Oh, so Ooh. is that uh, Robert Redford in that movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Okay. Uh, okay. All you need is like 7,000 hits. <laughs> You had me at salad dressing. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Like, that was the thing that made it all tie together. Oh, I had no correlation to Tom Cruise whatsoever. <laughs> well, the artist is the great B.J. Thomas. Yeah. Uh, well, that was awesome. I recognize the song. I just have no clue. That was one of the worst 
I apologize. <laughs> to all the TV time fans out that, there. That's part of the charm is you never know exactly. It's kind of like the Hollow Notes concert we went oh, to. Man. You're singing as if you were, you were Daryl Hall. Yeah, right. live. But he actually knows his own songs. Yeah. Hey, if we actually have any listeners that are vocal coaches or maybe music teachers or music therapy or like that. What? We, no, no, no. I'm just saying. Like, Tim can give them lessons. That's right. That's exactly what I was going to say. Tim might be able to give some 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 lessons on I a different way to do it. Like, was it bravado, falsetto? Well, if I sang that in the right tune or melody, you would have you would have got it too I, easy. I probably would have guessed yeah. it really easy right before yeah. salad dressing or popcorn. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, song not song number two. Well, it is song number two and movie number two. So this movie premiered. It's a little bit more recent, okay, Stephen. Good. Not Thank a you. lot, but a little bit. <laughs> Damn. Premiered it at the 1987 Cannes Film Festival. I was 13. And it was released in August of 87 in the United States. It earned over 214 million worldwide. And what's the, listen to this. It was the first film to sell more than a million copies for home video. Really? Like VHS? Or? Yeah. Or beta. Either, beta. either one. Beta SP. All, all combined. It earned positive reviews from critics who praised the performance of the actor and actress and its soundtrack. It was Ooh. created a two multi-platinum albums and multiple singles from this soundtrack. It won the Academy Award for Best Original Song, the Golden Globe for Best Original Song, and a Grammy for Best Pop Performance by a Duo or a Group with Vocals. Its popularity led to the 2004 prequel, which, like all prequels and sequels, was terrible. All right. <laughs> I didn't even know there was a prequel. Yes, there was. We'll tell you about that later. So, right. Timmy think, Time, think, if you're ready. I think I have an educated guess already. I, no, 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 don't. But I think you're going to get this okay. one. Okay. I don't know about the artist, but okay. I think you're going to get the movie. Okay. Okay. Song number two. Just remember, you're the one that... I can't get enough of So I tell you something Well, this could be love Because I had the time of my life No, I never felt this way before Yes, I swear it's the truth and I hold it on to you. Nice. Timmy time. That was yeah, standing ovation. Standing ovation. He was into that one. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I actually, I, I could play like I don't know this one, but I, I actually, I did see this in the theater, actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. On well, a, it's a girl movie. Yeah, it was on a date. I didn't really oh, there know you a lot go. about it. And then I was like, Oh, that's kind of a weird, a weird. <laughs> was it a first date? It was. It was kind of a weird show. So I'm going to say this is Dirty Dancing. Ooh, that is correct. Yeah. I'll give you the big With, ding. So Patrick Swayze, Jennifer Grey. Oh, yeah. yeah it was nice. also, also in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Mm -hmm. Whoa. Uh, played the sister. Yes, exactly. So the artist is... Jeff's. <laughs> I'm putting my finger on the on the dinger, not the buzzer. No, no, he's got it on. I'm on, on both. I'm on both. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say it is uh, Rick Astley. Oh, so close. <laughs> he only had one song. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I have no idea who sings that song. Can, you, can I get? Can I phone a friend? Is there? A, a, sure, you can phone a friend. Is there something in the grocery store you could refer to? Um, 
if it's not a chorus, it's also a what's a part of a song? It's not the chorus. It's the stanza. Did you say? Did you say medley? Did you say Bill Medley? Bill Medley. Ooh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Bill was part of a bro group. Really? Yeah. Menudo. Nope. Nope. They were they were pretty um, righteous. Uh, the Righteous Brothers. Hey, oh, he was half of the Righteous Brothers. Are they righteous. Next, are they next to the Blues Brothers? Are they were Close. they friends? They were friends. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think they were different gangs. <laughs> yeah. so West Side true. Story. Mm-hmm. Oh man, you're bringing it back. <laughs> you said the '60s. That was amazing. And Jennifer Warren's also sang on that. There's a duet, yeah. as you know. Yes. I don't know who that is. Well, no. now you do. Jennifer Lawrence. She's a great actress. <laughs> well, you did well, Stephen. You got the you got the movie right. I get one. That's good. I'm 50-50 right now. Well, here's movie slash song number three. This is a 1982 American romantic drama. It was an enormous, check this out, Stephen, enormous box office success and went on to become the third highest grossing film in 1982 behind E.T. Phone Home. And, Terrible movie. And one of uh, Timmy Tom's favorite, Tootsie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You like Tootsie Rolls? Mm-hmm. I do. They're delicious. Did you see them The roll? vanilla ones. Oh, those are good. Yeah, like at Easter good. time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry. It grossed over $3 million in its opening weekend. It had huge success. Critics was... Wait, it was well-received by critics and widely considered one of the best films of 1982. It holds an 80% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. And listen to this. One of your buddies, Stephen, British film critic Mark Kermode, an admirer of the director, said, it's as much tougher film than people remember it being. It's not a romantic movie. It's actually a movie about blue-collar, downtrodden people. Wow. You got it narrowed down? Yeah. Mark the curmudgeon, the, the guy from Great Britain. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I'm sure he, he he's on the internet just just pounding out reviews now. All right, Timmy Time, ready for song slash movie number three? Now, Stephen, this is going to be uncomfortable because it's a duet between myself and Timmy Time. Can you can you guys can you guys face each other? Oh, we no. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. We do that in the car sometimes. It's dangerous. <laughs> I might need to start driving. Okay. Yeah, right. please. You guys ready? Mm-hmm. I'm ready. All right. Okay. Song number three. Oh, shoot. A duet. Okay. A duet. All right. Who knows what tomorrow brings in a world few hearts survive? All I know is the way I feel when it's real. I keep it alive. The road is long. (laughs) There are mountains in our way, but we climb (laughs) step every Every day. Love lived us up where we belong, where the eagles cry on a mountain high. Love lift us up where we belong, far from the world below, up where the clear winds blow. Wow. That was, that was amazing. That just broke something. <laughs> but I'm not sure what. 
when we post this online, <laughs> it is going to break Apple iTunes <laughs> and yeah, Spotify. They'll, they'll ban us from it. <laughs> I don't do. think that lady had could have a higher voice. <laughs> You're welcome, Timmy Time. Oh my goodness! And your voice was so gruff. Oh, so <laughs> gruff. Was so gruff. He's oh. saying it excellent. Yeah. No, I don't think so. All right. That made me sweat. <laughs> <laughs> Timmy Time wearing the big ass runner hoodie. Boom. Is sweating. Thanks for representing the brand, by the You're way. You're welcome, yeah. man. Love it. Steven, any ideas? That is from St. Elmo's Fire. That would be a no. No. Okay. It's probably more of a romantic <laughs> song. The way you guys were looking at each other. Oh, just gazing. <laughs> gazing. Yeah, the deep gaze. I was a little uncomfortable. I was sweating for a different reason. Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. Let's see here. I actually somewhat recognize that song, believe it or not. Oh, good. It's because of how well you guys did. Yeah. I'm going to say that, that that's from the movie Bosom Buddies. <laughs> the movie. I don't think that was a movie. <laughs> that was it a TV the show? The movie Bosom Buddies. <laughs> Isn't that what? Uh, maybe more of a TV maybe show. Maybe I saw something on Yeah. <laughs> maybe I'm getting my, my genres mixed up here. Okay. Um... The movie, um, Footloose. Mm. So close, <laughs> so, so close. close. I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess one more. Eighties romantic comedy movie. You want a hint? Yes. You get pulled over by police. Uh traffic. Police. What's another name for the policeman? Um, cops. What do you say? Yes, sir. Beverly Hills Cops. Police. Second part of police. You got a banana tailpipe? <laughs> <laughs> no. Officer. Uh, an officer. Uh, and a gentleman. There we go. There we go. An officer Two. and a gentleman. First try. First try. <laughs> Sixth try. An officer and jump. Is Meg Ryan in that? No, that would that would not be Meg Ryan. Wasn't she in a movie like that? That was a really good Steven movie. Steven Seagal. Was he in that one? No. 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 Oh. no. no. <laughs> uh, Richard Gere was in it. Oh, and Julia Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, he was a pretty pretty a pretty woman. No? Song number 4. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I would totally get that one. <laughs> yes, it was Richard Gere. Uh-huh. And the actress was Deborah Winger. Oh. Remember her? Remember she was in the band Winger. Uh, she was not in the band Winger. Are you no. Sure? I'm pretty sure the Pepper singer Pepper. was a guy named Joe Cocker and Jennifer Warrens, <laughs> who we heard from earlier. Jennifer Lawrence again, <laughs> man, Warrens. she is like a hunger game singing. Dude, I love mockingbird or whatever. That was a great. Mocking movie. Yes. Bird. <laughs> Don't you okay. I feel like we need to move on to the next one. All right. So, I but seriously, just so the listeners know, I really don't have a clue. I am not. He really doesn't. <laughs> really. I, this is why they call me the compassion child. Like there's a lot of a lot of work that needs to be done here. And I thought I was doing so good at Orange Theory because they play all these music all the time. Well, like, because I'm putting all these old songs, and yeah. I got called to the map. But and it's it's true. These are a little bit older. Oh, you got called to the map for that? Yeah, you know. I'll well, this next <laughs> movie slash song. That was the worst high five. Was a nineteen? Yeah, y'all, y'all tried that. There we go. It's much better. Is a nineteen eighty two American romantic thriller. Stevenson, a romantic thriller. Whoa! It was released by Warner Brothers in November of ninety two. It grossed four hundred eleven million. It was a good one. Yeah, becoming the second highest grossing film of that year, and oh, at I the time of its release, was the tenth highest grossing <laughs> film of all time. 
tenth highest grossing film <laughs> of all time. He already knows it. <laughs> it is not. However, this film was generally panned by critics who criticized its screenplay, the performances of the lead actors, and its soundtrack garnered positive reviews and became <laughs> the best-selling soundtrack album of all time, selling more than 45 million mm. copies worldwide. It won a Grammy. It won an album of the year. And here's an interesting note that in the 13th annual Golden Raspberry Awards for the worst movies, it it won worst picture and worst actor and worst what? actor. Oh, I'm sorry. They were nominated. They did not Whoa. win. Are you They're serious? Those are fighting words. Oh, well, you're about to find out. You ready, Timmy Time? I am. <laughs> Song number four. <clears throat> I hope. Life treats you kind And I hope You have all You dreamed of And I wish To you joy And happiness But above All this I wish you love And I enough <laughs> well done timmy time that was awesome how many men can pull that off not many i mean your range was incredible it started low and it just kept on going in fact we're at the ch- you blew out a light bulb actually <laughs> yeah i gotta get that replaced that was from the titanic song blew that one out. it's still been broken we're, we're gonna be in dark by the time this this recording's over by the time all, all right. these ranges this is the one i think you know yeah this is the bodyguard all right hey. okay. whitney houston hey. kevin costner yeah. Yes. And whoever said this was a bad acting, yeah. they yeah. can just go take it and, yeah. and kiss my. Mm-hmm. Kevin Costner was terrible in this. No, he As was not. Whitney. She was awful. Yeah, but she what? sang. But, but she can she, sing. That girl she can sang. Yeah. Well, Stephen, you did really well. All right. That was awesome. Do I get two points for that? You got two yeah, points for that. Yeah. You have three total. That's right. Out of a total of eight, that's not bad. <laughs> that's not if not, it's I baseball, it's not even passing. You're you're batting over three hundred. If it's baseball, that's that would win you the World Series. That would you you would be the Atlanta Braves right now. My grandma loved the Atlanta Braves. Well, she, she's yeah, happy. Well, she, she she still with us? No, oh, she's not. No, she's happy she, in she, heaven. She would have liked that. Yes, yeah. she's happy. Okay, yeah. so this is number five. Are you ready for the little setup? Yes, I am. All right. Well, I got to find it. Uh, here we go. That was good. Whitney would be proud. This is thank you. <laughs> thank you. She would Yeah. 1985 American coming-of-age film. It centers on a clique of recent graduates from Washington, D.C.'s Georgetown University and their adjustment to post-university life and the responsibilities of adulthood. The film is a prominent movie in the in a certain genre, and it received negative reviews from critics. But, however, it was a box office hit, grossing $37 million and on a $10 million budget. That's a good ROI right there. Oh. On Rotten Tomatoes, the film has an approval rating of 43%. That's not great. It has, here's a quote from Rotten Tomatoes that it's got the cast, the fashion, and the music, but the characters are too frequently unlikable. One of the actors won a, won a Razzie Award oh for Worst Supporting Actor for his work in this film. Here you go, Timmy Time. You ready for this? There's a very famous song from this film that Timmy Time will now share with all of us. Song number five. (laughs) Play the game. You know you can't quit until it's won. Soldier on. Only you can do what must be done. 
You know in some way you're a lot like me You're just a prisoner and trying to break free I can see a new horizon underneath the blazing sky I'll beware the eagle's flying higher and higher Gonna be in motion All I need is a pair of wheels Take me where my future's lying, St. Elmo's fire. <laughs> or an alternative to that is gonna be a man in motion. All I need is a pair of wheels. Take me where my future's lying, St. Elmo's fire. It's right. so hard without music. <laughs> Nicely done to me, time. Steven, any ideas? Peter Gabriel, St. Elmo's fire. You get the movie, right? And isn't that the song name, too? It's the, the song and the movie. Right. You're, you're the artist well. is not Peter Gabriel. It is not Peter Gabriel. Okay. No, no. It is Emilio Estevez. Oh, that's a super good guy. He's in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> don't know that you'll get the artist, honestly. Unless um, you know it, I don't know that you get it. I know who it is. Okay. Brian Adams. Not a bad Dude, guess. Not a bad you guess. Have, you know so many artists. <laughs> no, I don't. It's amazing. <laughs> I was just trying to think of ones that possibly might. Kenny G. Did you hey say Jeff? Will you recent sing that last uh, verse so I can remember it? Uh, the last verse. Mm-hmm. Gonna be a man, man in motion. motion. All, All I need is a pair of wheels. Take me where my future lies. Saying almost fire. That was awesome. Yeah. Now that do was, you get it? I yeah. Saying okay. almost fire. Cool. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I th- I thought you were skipping it on purpose when you were singing it, so I wouldn't guess. So. So um, when you're playing golf and you don't get a birdie, you get a... The Eagles. <laughs> the next one. The Mulligans. <laughs> birdie, and then what's the next after birdie? And then it's bogey. Par. Par. John Parr. Did you say John Parr? That is Ooh, correct. John, I actually, John. <laughs> Ooh, we get him from John Pardo. He's a uh, country singer. Really? What? Mm-hmm. I never That's heard good. of him. Yeah, never heard of him. good. Well, you did well, Stephen. How many did you get? You got the movie on that one. four out of... Five, four nine. out of ten. <laughs> Four out of ten, that's not yeah. bad. That's like, yeah. It's Hall of Fame numbers in the in, in baseball. Uh, yeah, but that's also flunking at every other standard. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think positively. Right, I know, I but let's just be realistic. But that's okay. You know what? The music and the singing was amazing. It was I amazing. Mean, Whitney is very proud right now. <laughs> She's so yeah. proud. Yeah. Timmy time. Thanks R. so R. much. You're you're, uh, you're yeah, your 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 vocal range. It's getting better actually. Unbelievable. It's like the longer your hair grows, the 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 more that your your vocal repertoire oh, okay. is just growing it's and probably growing. Just a little confidence. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah maybe, if you had a few maybe. underneath these, your agents mm-hmm. are you know yeah. going. So well, hope you enjoy that. Let let us know how many you got, how many movies you got, how many of those songs that you got. With that, that's Timmy time. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Always fun. Be my friend. Down the road and back again Well, believe it or not, that is the end of episode number 68 of the Big Ass Runner. Special thanks to Lori for that great introduction for Stephen sacrificing his hard-earned money for the sake of the big ass runner sharing his new ass stuff with us 
Also, thank you again to all the veterans out there that have, have served this country. Really appreciate you so much. To Timmy Time for that beautiful rendition of so many songs. I think we might have broken the internet. And thanks to you, the Big Ass Runner Herd, for listening to the show each and every week and for giving a shout out. We hear from a lot of people throughout the week with different messages of encouragement or segments that they really enjoyed. We love hearing from you. In fact, if you want to reach out to us, you can do it a couple of different ways. One would be on Instagram. You can certainly DM us. We are at big underscore ass underscore runner. A lot of people don't have Instagram, so please email us. If you want to share your very first trail race, if you want to tell us about why you run, if you just want to say hi or have ideas or feedback, Jeff at Big Ass Runner is the best way to do that. Email Jeff at Big Ass Runner. Well, with that... Continue to get out there, hit those trails, and keep running your asses off. It's a famous film, though. (laughs) (laughs) You weren't even a twinkle in your mom's eye. (laughs) Water world. So Timmy, I like that movie too. A lot of people didn't like it. I liked it. So with that setup, (laughs) Waterworld was terrible. It was good. It was good. What? Yeah. Anything with Kevin Costner is amazing. Um, except for that one. Okay, let's say name name another quote bad Kevin Costner movie. Well, we're gonna get to one later. The great BJ. Is he in the BGs? No, he played on the uh, championship Bulls team though. Really? He did? No, that was BJ Armstrong. Armstrong. Yeah, I was going to say. That is correct. I'll give you the big ding. Oh, wait a minute. Here we go. Here we go. Yes. Is it Astley or Ask? Whoa, careful. This is a family show. Ask Nicely. Oh, Ask Nicely? (laughs) Rick Ask Nicely. Was he in that one? No. No. This is a gerbil guy. Gerbil. (laughs) He's right, actually. Is it? Sorry, I'm looking something up real quick. No, it's okay. Worst guesses ever. Yeah. Radio. <laughs> Who needs a radio? Ready, Harry? <laughs> Mock. Yeah. Ing. Yeah. Bird. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.